special edition of the Bearded Podcast, our second one in three days. And we're off to Ralph Donuts after uh, a disappointing loss. I guess it was disappointing for us. We're one tonight over Middle Tennessee State, but the uh, Eagles couldn't pull it out. Mike Pacheco, Dave Friedman, Bearded Carcast, or, or Bearded Carcast, for those that want good diction. It's 10.45 at night. We're on our way from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where the arena is named in part for a radio guy. (laughs) And Winthrop lost, and we knew we had trouble about a half hour, hour after recording the car cast two days ago. Or was that yesterday? That was yesterday. My God. That was yesterday. No, podcast was Monday. Yeah, that was yesterday. It's Tuesday oh now. Like that was like yesterday. That right. Was yesterday. We left Charlotte. You <laughs> left your right house at like 6.30 a.m. Monday. You oh, picked yeah, me hilarious. up at about 7 a.m. Yeah. We started recording the podcast sometime between 7 and 7.30 on Monday. And then we've done so much between then and now. It feels it like two feel days like, later. Yeah, it feel, but it's but actually just one day just later. Oh one God, day later. And, and we recorded the podcast. It was probably a half hour, 40 minute podcast and like an hour after that we arrived in one of my favorite parts now this of is the this Carolinas. is sad this is actually sad news for followers of the bearded car cast this is sad news we we got off the freeway in Hendersonville to buy apples as we've done many many times before yep no apples the apple place was closed closed but it looked like it was closed for good it looked like any, it was closed permanently did you get any intel on that well no but I, I mean, there was a sign that said closed, and we thank our... I mean, by we, it said we thank our loyal customers for over the years. So that sounded just like... Right. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. So today, I reached out to my people at Creaseman Farms. Yeah. The, these are people that own an orchard in Hendersonville, and I thought, it's a few minutes off the main drag, but we're going to be driving right through tomorrow. I'll reach out to them, talk to them. No apples. No apples. They're out of apples. Now, I know they've lost like 60% of the crop because of a late freeze, but I was hoping they'd have something. Yeah, like just maybe even like like an apple reserve. They got nothing. They got zip. We got nothing. So So McBee's is closed. I think it's Maccabee's. Oh, Maccabee's. But either way, we knew like two hours into a six-hour trip to Nashville, there were no apples. Now, so I, you know, of course... For those of you that aren't following us on Twitter, why aren't you? Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, but at Bearded Carcast on Twitter. Uh, so, you know, we put out the, the kind of the sad face picture that accompanied our, our our trip because of the apples. And everyone was concerned. They said, oh, no, Dave's not going to have any apples. <laughs> Come on, rookies. Well, I brought apples. You, yeah, of course. Like you had, you had apples. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't, you don't, I mean, that's your American Express card. You don't leave home without but, it. But still, that was a bad sign. It was. That was a bad yeah, it was sign. a bad omen. Not quite as bad as the one in Spokane, but yeah. Now, <laughs> I mean, now you guys tell us. I've told this story before. Uh, you know, Winter Pass is you know, the biggest win in, arguably the biggest win in school history. Uh, win an NCAA tournament game beating Notre Dame. And uh, we play on Sunday, the next, you know, we play Friday, Sunday. So Saturday is the largest St. Patrick's Day parade west of the Mississippi. And uh, which we didn't really get to partake in because we had to prepare for Oregon. Uh, I did go out and kind of walk around for about an hour, 
but we uh, we get ready to uh, to go the next morning. We get get it pretty early, get something to eat, and uh, there's like police cars everywhere. There's yellow tape. I'm like, what in the world's going on? Uh, now this is not funny. Unfortunately, um, a couple of young young people, like early twenties, uh, they went to the hot tub in the hotel, and uh, I think one of them passed away in the in the hot tub. So it was you know, obviously very sad. But uh, you know, we get into the car. And I turned to Dave and I said, you know, it's not good when someone dies in your hotel the day before an incident yeah. came. So that's a bad omen. So not having apples might not be on the same scale. It's not the same but. scale, but it wasn't a good sign. And then we really had kind of an awesome day yesterday. I mean, we, we went and went and went and went, but we got to Nashville. We got some hot chicken like you're supposed to do. In Nashville, are you are you are you, uh, are you spilling secrets? No. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, we went over to Belmont because I have a feeling there may be some video evidence of this later. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> uh, we we went over to Belmont University. We saw a uh, really neat campus, but but more impressively, what we spent more time in was their new basketball facility, that yeah, practice facility, which beautiful. includes volleyball and tennis. It's like a $40 million project. And the university reminds me a little bit of Davidson. It's a private school, and, and it's it's um, it's a blend of Old South yeah. and kind of modern thinking. But you know what? It But it, it dovetails with what's going on in college administration now, which is there's a huge arms race in college athletics, not just—I mean, not just college athletics, but in colleges in general. Belmont, it, there's cranes everywhere. They're putting up all these new buildings. We were in the the College of Music and um, and Entertainment. That was—I don't know—two, three-year-old building. It was yep. fairly new. Uh, you know, they have that like—I don't know—I guess it was like forty, forty-five million dollar practice facility that supported tennis and basketball and volleyball and they men's and women's obviously. And then they also had like a new tennis court for the tennis team. Uh, I mean, it reminded me a little bit, uh, you know, on a bigger scale of High Point and all the, the, the money that's being pumped into to that yep. school. Yep, It's impressive, though. It, it, it's Absolutely. an impressive place. And they've got this really cool program that kind of blends, I guess I would say, behind the scenes. I thought it was behind the scenes music stuff, but I don't know that songwriters are truly behind the scenes. I guess they are if they're they not are the because ones they're not really, doing the... Right. But, but they're, they're it, it, behind the scenes for the consumer... But for the artists, they're not behind the scenes. Yeah, but it was uh, it's, it's really neat what they're doing. It's high-tech. And then we watched the game, Furman and Belmont, big-time, mid-major game, and it goes to overtime. And I, I mean, if you like basketball, new, new-ish arena, 20 years old, but it looks like it's it five like years old. Brand, yeah. And very, very clean. clean. And the two teams just play, you know, kind of the beautiful game. Yeah, it's clear. So that that was that was really really fun, and then we uh, we got to see our friend Tommy Henry, our, our buddy who used to work, work at, Winthrop. at Winthrop. It was nice to hang out with him, and then we got to the hotel in Murfreesboro last night, and today we we went to shoot around, and we uh, we had a, a nice barbecue meal. This is interesting for for podcast listeners. We went to a barbecue place. Very good or solid, good, whatever, however you're going to rank it. And I, I don't pretend to be a, a connoisseur of yeah. barbecue, but I enjoy it and I kind of know what I like and what I don't like. 
we I like ordering like a sampler platter, a variety of things, getting a taste, a little bit of yeah. everything they have. And I was glad I did that because the thing that we wouldn't or I wouldn't normally order, and I don't think you would either, is the wings, right? Like that, yeah, that's right. not one Absolutely. of the top yeah. things no. on your list. And I really liked these. Um, they, they weren't... Uh, they weren't grilled or fried. They were smoked. Yes. I really enjoyed these smoked wings. Um, but I, I did we make a mistake by not getting the dollar fifty Tuesday <laughs> special barbecue sandwich? Because we got to we were only there once. I don't know that right. we'll ever be back there. Right. And I wanted to try everything and I liked trying the variety of yeah. things. But we passed up on what could have been a meal. That, like, maybe we add a side to it, we add a drink, but we could have been out of the place for $8 or $9 or something. Right, but then the, the visual wouldn't have been as good for the for the uh, social digital stuff we do. Well, that's I think the mistake true. we made was not comboing it and getting the platter and then getting two of the to-go sandwich or two of the sandwiches to go and have them uh, as we're driving I right now. We just had so much food as is, though. You have an unbelievable ability to buy and eat and just have more food around than we ever need. <laughs> like, we ate lunch yesterday. I, first of all, we stopped and got gas or stopped wherever we did. <laughs> and we, you just, like, there, there's just, like, food. Like, we brought a bunch of food. Yeah. I still have food in the car. I've got, the I've got apples that I brought from home and some gummy worms or something and, and some bottles of water. And then every time we stop... You get a soda and some time, chips. But, but most and times, most like times, we we most, order most. enough food, like more than enough food to eat, and then you get banana pudding on top. Yeah, get the banana pudding. Like we have, that's we, become our thing, though. Like I think if we don't include banana pudding, I get people texting me or, or tweeting this. Me, hey, where's the banana pudding? Really? Yeah, that's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. It might be one. It might be Brett Redden, but <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're gonna have to give out. You know the Venmo. Well, I worked out today. A, I did work out today. You, you did, and and you put in a lot of work. You produced a million videos, and you did a great job with that. And you, you you've learned how to. I mean, if you go back and look at the videos we did three or four years ago, to what we do now, it's just it's night and day. Do I need to I, change my like my bearded carcass bio to like Chief MMA? MMJ? I think I I think you should. Your whole Twitter thing should be Mike Pacheco. RG radio guy fueled by banana pudding. Yeah, but I mean, like that's yeah. that's the. But whole I'm kind thing. of, I'm, you know, but I'm like, I'm not really, I'm kind of a combo guard because I have like the radio, but I also I do some TV play by play, some yeah. TV stuff, and now I'm actually like doing like production, like editing and shooting. You you do an amazing amount of stuff. Thank I you. mean, you, you you and you do a great job Thank with you. it. Thank you. And it only takes you 14 minutes to get out of the car wherever we park and go. <laughs> I drive Sam crazy. Okay, okay. Okay. We're getting that, loose that's, that's the preamble. That's the, the fun stuff. Let's talk about the basketball game. Okay. Winthrop didn't play very well. Didn't play great. You know what? But Middle Tennessee, I think, forced them not to play great. And Middle Tennessee did not play great in the first half either. It was very sloppy. A lot of fouls. You were allowed to play bad to lose games. Yeah. That's the way the sport works. My guess is no one is going 38-0 and to win the national championship. Right, 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 right. That, That's just not the way it normally works. I am abundantly confident that Winthrop has a very good roster. Okay? Yeah, I agree with that. I am confident that if you have the best roster, 
when you play against teams that are your size, that you're familiar with, you're going to be successful yeah. more often than not. If you think Winthrop's going to play somewhere around 30 games, and we are now three games into a 30-game season, that's 10%. That is the equivalent of the first media timeout of the first half of a basketball game. Right. So we're in the one, first war. If one four-minute war yeah. out of 10 have been played. Yeah. It's not a big sample size. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let, like, it was are, there, are there issues on the glass? Yeah. Got to rebound better. Are there more too many turnovers? Yeah. Yeah. Are they leading to too many points? Yeah. The, the coaching staff has never worked with this group of players. It takes time to figure out what combinations work best. It takes time to figure out what is your best lineup in this sure. given time. How do you want to defend this? If you watch really carefully, and I'm not going to get in the weeds X and O on here, Winthrop is doing some things this year that they did not do last year. Yes. Like, like pretty clearly are playing certain situations differently. Pretty clearly are operating with some different schemes. Well, the players that were at Western Carolina last year, there are two of those, they may be used to those. The kid from ETSU, probably not overly right. understanding, knowing of that. The guy that came from Missouri, probably not. The returners from Winthrop, unlikely. So everyone is learning something different and something new. Right. It takes time. Right. If Winthrop is getting crushed on the glass, if Winthrop is giving up a million points off turnovers, if Winthrop is doing the things we saw tonight in February, I'm going to be concerned. That's a concern, right. Uh, right well, now, you have to allow a team the, the opportunity to grow. Especially when they haven't been together before. Well, some most pieces have been together, but new coaching staff yeah. I mentioned, you know. You want to win every game. You do Middle want to, Tennessee yeah. State was a very beatable opponent. Went through led at halftime. And coulda, shoulda, woulda won the game. They didn't. Well, the other team has capable conference USA yeah. quality players. And they were a little bit of the aggressor tonight. I thought they came out with a little bit more of an edge in the second half. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I really like the new segment we're doing on the post-game show, the walk to campus, walk it back. The walk it back. You kind of get to pick what was the key moment Okay, so in I got a game. bone to pick with you on that one. Because this is the first game we've done on radio. Kind of much like you didn't tell me about uh, the heads up on the, the that you were doing the ACC network games. Uh, so we get to the post game show. He's like, "All right, so we got to walk it back." I'm like, "Oh my god, I got to remember." <laughs> I mean, if I knew it was coming, I would have been. Well, hey, I, I did mention it during the second half that it was going to be very interesting to do. Well, that. I think that's when I started. I think that's when I had the oblique moment. Like, I better so, are, are you telling me that if we hadn't done that? The moment it happens, it's just completely erased. It's like when you're disciplining your dog, but they have forgotten what they did wrong. Like, you see it, it's in one ear, it's out the other ear. No, no, ear. it's not like that. But when you think about, um, uh, like, everything that has to go right in a game for you to win, or, or there's so many different plays, there could be six or seven of those in a game. So trying to remember which one that you want to spotlight. Yeah. Especially in a close game. Like, a, 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 in a game that's like, let's say there's a game that's like the last 10 minutes. 
both teams, you know, there's like 10 lead changes and, you know, like, um, you know, sometimes yeah. that can be a little bit. But that's the interesting part of this game. There really was no one moment. Right. I mean, they threw an upper punch at the beginning of the half and they ended up leading by, I don't know, 10 or 12 or 15, but with their battle right back yeah. and got it within five, maybe four. And then it just kind of went between, you know, two possessions and four possessions for the rest of the game. Right. So, so it's kind of hard to identify one moment. Yeah. And, and then it got a little bit loose at the end there. But, you know, Winthrop had, you know, foul The game was over. And, yeah. I mean, the game was, I mean, you know, there's a miracle. Like, we saw them pull on Saturday right. against Mercer. But the, the game was probably over. Yeah, and you it, can't do that 30 times. It's just not going to Yeah. Happen. Yeah. And, and, like, I'm not entirely convinced it's not a wake-up call sort of loss. You escaped. Let's be honest. They didn't play very well against the non-D1 to start the year. I mean, they won by 30 or 40, and, and you, you do the job, and it's a win. And then they got lucky against Mercer. Now, they made all the plays, and they wore them down, and they took yeah. care of business, and, and that's all great. Several guys really, really shined, but it's a game they should have lost. When, you, when you're down eight or nine points in the final minute of the game, yeah. you have to have the other team do some things wrong right. in order for you to win. So you didn't play great in that game, but you, you pulled a miracle comeback, which is fantastic. And then tonight, it's just a little sloppy, but it's the middle of November. And, and if, if you have a new coach and a new roster and your expectation is to be perfect the moment the ball is rolled onto the court, that's ridiculous. Michigan State lost their first game of the year convincingly to Kansas. Tom Izzo has made a living on his teams are a lot better in January than they are in December and better in February than they are in January, and you don't want to play them in the NCAA tournament. I, I, I don't have any reason to believe that this team is going to be what they are right now for the remainder of the season. Right. No, I think that's a fair point, and that's, it's really important to understand that, that this team has the opportunity to grow and be a different team. And if they're a better team in February, which you hope, then everything's fine. I, I don't know through three games who... Well, you don't have a sample size to tell yet, I don't think. Right. I, I mean, but, like, if you were to examine every player on the roster, and we'll just start with two key guys, or potentially key guys, yeah. I don't know if these guys, through three games, are huge positives or huge negatives. We'll start with Drew Bugs. He's the point guard. He wasn't very good tonight. I think he would tell you he wasn't very good tonight. I think against Mercer, he was really, really good, mm -hmm. right? So what guy are we to see and expect the rest of the year? I mean, my guess is based on his pedigree, what he did at Hawaii, what he did at Missouri, he's going to be kind of a, a steadying, solid, dependable point guard. T tonight, wasn't his night. That's okay. That's not a crime. DJ Burns at 30 in the opener. Tonight, he picked up two fouls in the opening 100 seconds of the game, sat on the bench the rest of the game, and half. offensively yeah. was really good in the second half. Yeah. I would have to go back and watch the tape. It is my strong suspicion that he gave up a bunch of points on the other end well, of the Well, you know, they do the plus-minus on the box score, and he had a minus in double figures. So, for all the minutes he was on the court, Winthrop was outscored by 10 points or more, whatever that number was. Yeah. I mean, that that doesn't tell the entire story, no, 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 but no. it's a little bit of an indication. So, I mean, last year, we saw Winthrop play 
lots of different combinations. There were games that DJ Burns was the focal point of everything they did. There were games that DJ Burns didn't play a whole lot. And this coaching staff is figuring out who should play where and when. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I'm not real concerned. You concerned? No, not at all. It's too small a sample size to be concerned. I mean, I mean, I, there's some things that I, I, I want to keep an eye on for down the road. Yeah, absolutely. But. If you're an LA Rams fan, you have gone all in. You basically have no draft picks remaining for next year. You've brought in a million guys. Last night, you got your butt kicked by San Francisco, who's having a poor year. But they're not gonna. Winthrop's not gonna face a team in the Big South that's gonna attack them like they were attacked last night. With, with the with the length, exactly, and, the, and, the, and you know, and the size. And the Rams might win the Super Bowl. We, we've seen all of the good NFL teams in the recent. How many times? Did, oh, look at the Giants when they beat the Patriots. I mean, they were they were left for dead in a couple of those seasons, it, and they win the Super Bowl. Right. It, it, it's last year the Buccaneers stunk until they had a bye. Then they ran the table and they won the Super Bowl. It matters what happens in November and December. Particularly the last five weeks of the season. I think Winthrop has a really good team. They have a really good team. They'll figure it out. They have a really good roster. They'll figure it out. I have great confidence that that's the case. Anything else? um, We're in DeKalb County in Tennessee. We're on a road since we started. I should be driving. No. This is my type of road. This is your type of road. But this is the type of road that scares the crap out of me this late at night with you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I haven't gotten in an that, accident with you no, yet. I know, We've been you doing this for a I long know, freaking I know, time. I know, I know. But this is like, this you, is your type of road. Right, you it's, like it's the two lanes, big, like one big lane each highways. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is the back road. Now, had I known this was the route, I, I might have switched with it. There you go. Yeah, I might switch it. So anyway, so we're, we're in the backwoods of Tennessee. If you never hear from us again. <laughs> yeah, right. Know that we would have been hoping Winthrop beat Vanderbilt on Saturday. And if you do hear from us again, yeah. well, pregame coverage begins at 7.30 Saturday at Vanderbilt. So I guess our Zoom recorder is our black box. So if anything happens to us, oh. we hope that that makes it through. Will we keep it recording? Well. Should we just keep it keep it recording keep it forever? I think we got enough better. So is this listener-supported Bearded it Carcast? Is. It's listener-supported Bearded Carcast. Listen, uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be uh, headed out west in the, uh, the Apple State, right? Apple. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So uh, make sure. Well, we'll be in uh, Nashville coming up, obviously, uh, Friday. Back here for. Uh, I got to take a left here uh, for uh, Vandy. And then. Oh, I got my legs on. Sorry, buddy. And then um, we got. Uh, Washington, we got Washington State before Washington Thanksgiving. State. Right. Washington after Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you then. Bearded at Outlook.com. And if you want to email us, it's beardedcowcast at outlet.com. All right, now it's good night. 3.9 miles. Turn left.